0: Welcome to the GORACOM Podcast, where investors discover great small-cap companies. Thank you for taking the GORACOM with you, and make sure to follow our podcast.
1: Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of GORACOM, which we take the time to the small-cap executives after they put out big news with us today. As always, happy to have it back, Bernard Tudio, CEO of HPQ Silicon Resources. Trades in Canada and the stock symbol HPQ for our friends in the US and the stock symbol HPQFF. For those who're new to the story, because we keep adding on shareholders and people watch the story, HPQ is a Canadian producer of innovative silicon solutions, and they're building a portfolio of unique, high-value especially silicon products needed for the upcoming re- renewable energy revolution. They're accomplishing this through uh, uh, th- they're accomplishing this through two innovative reactors that essentially permit the one-step transformation of quartz or other feedstock material into high-purity silicon and specialty silicon products. And they're doing that at significantly reduced costs, energy usage, and carbon footprint. More than just lip service, just some of the milestones of the multiple technologies they have in this space is first, uh, their HPQ Nano side received their first order for spherical nano-silicon material from a major automobile manufacturer they also signed an nda and received requests for 4n silicon material samples from a world-leading high-performance materials company and they've got ndas with multiple players especially battery players so there's they're doing great things and the pro, the president we have talked about today hpq silicon pure vap quartz reduction reactor update bernard welcome back my friend
0: welcome I I think we we could we, we could have cut down the big news, just news update. You know, let's let's keep our shareholders updated. But You're the, the one big one news is coming. The, 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 the big news, the news is coming. Plant is entering its most exciting R and D phase. <laughs> so I, I said when when completed, but no, no, it's it, it we're really entering. We're really it's, it, for for that that side of the project, the company. That's really going to be fun. That's like I'm really waiting for that. Uh, for those that are. Um, Registered to our mailing list. There's a bit of an extra for it that, that's in there. There's a picture of me uh, within the, uh, the the power supply, so um, and shows you the idea of the size of that power supply. That thing is eight thousand amps. If current was there, I would not be there. <laughs> I would not be alive if it was if it was live on current.
1: Yeah, stay alive until we start shipping product. Okay, so let's talk <laughs> oh, about just the then. Ninety-five percent complete. Man, isn't ninety-five percent a hundred? Uh, because yeah, sure. you're, it sounds like you're I don't know two three weeks away from the sounds of it three four two three four weeks away is there any cause for concern here or because no. the rest of the work is in-house uh you're just kind of giving everyone a kind of you know a, a real a real-time update
0: um I felt some people were putting un- undue importance over this timing and I was seeing uh market action by basically less than truthful people making an over much ado about nothing all right reality in english end of q1 is beginning of q2 so it's like it's within it's within that one okay being francophone when i said that i did call a few anglophones and ask them you know end of q1 means the beginning of q2 says yeah okay so we're there um and it was it's But but critics aside, but critics
1: aside, it's it's not
0: a question. It's a a question. of. You don't have any
1: cause. There's no cause for concern. It's even from Peter's quote, seems pretty standard. There's
0: no issue. This is probably the most non-news news news I issue. Okay. But I, I wanted to issue it for people to understand. Okay. That in what we do, timing are fluffy. Live with it if you can't live with this, don't invest in a company that's doing what it is. Because the moment we start hitting milestone and we've been hitting milestone, it's going to be fast. It's going to be fierce. It's going to be big. So we're at 95% there, which is, you know, rounded up to 100%. We were there. Um, there's no issue. So uh, at one point I said, okay, might as well. No, might as well give people... You know, feeling everything is cool because I because I, there, there was a feeling around this, and at the same time, educate people. on information that's in our presentation, which we're we're now entering the most exciting phase. Okay, that for me is the part that really excites me. Okay, there are now uh, very clear milestones that we will reach with the QRR once functional, that are truly going to demonstrate and going to validate what we've been saying that we're revolutionizing the manufacturing of silicon. Okay. That's the part that's going to be exciting. But I also wanted people to understand that since the beginning, we knew this, this phase would take up to 12 months. Okay. I think when we have discussion internally with power, so you're saying whether before.
1: you're two, three weeks, uh, whether you're two, three weeks off at the end of the queue, you're probably, or not probably, but you may end up being two, three weeks faster on the testing at all. At the end of the day, these two, three weeks, as Peter Priscata says, we look forward to providing, an update on progress in the next three to four weeks. He also says, rest assured that the delays experienced to date are normal for projects of mm-hmm. this type and that this next milestone will complete the next step towards participant. So it sounds like it's all pretty normal. And uh, it's, it's, it's not a, a perfect it,
0: this is, this is why I thought I was laughing internally. This isn't a big new. Okay. Because, but it's a demonstration that I, we're getting there. It's, it's a bit like when I was young and I would, you know we' my 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 car my dad was driving us to somewhere. I keep bothering, are we getting are, are we there yet? He says with every turn of the wheel we are getting there. But eventually at one point, you are there. it happens from you're not there till you are there, okay? We're almost there, ninety five percent hundred, it's almost the same thing. And I cannot wait for until that starts. and I'm not the only one. Guys, it's a power, everybody, everybody's at power. so its it's, it's just, by a, an abundance of transparency. Okay. We prefer to say 95% completed. We need a few more weeks. Then we're going to be starting the machine and it's going to go.
1: Uh, by so the way, that's math. The, uh Peter said this next milestone will complete the next step towards participating in marketplace estimated by HPQ to be in excess of 3.8 million tons per year, worth over worth over 10 10 billion US dollars by 2025. But quick math there, that's about 25 dollars $2,600 a ton. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've talked about prices being significantly higher, as, mm-hmm. at least as the last interview we did. Has anything changed in pricing, or are you guys just kind of going off older pricing to be conservative?
0: Well, actually, this is the same quote I've been using for the last uh, two, two years. Okay, Because that, that came out of a study from CRU, uh, one of the leading experts on the material. So the quote has always been in excess of, or around, it's the the original quote was around 10 billion because at that time it was around eight and a half billion, nine and a half billion. So we rounded it up to 10 billion. And I didn't feel like changing the quote, changing the material information because the the key point is the market is massive. But the reality is if I'm using Ferro Globe's own number, okay? Uh, their Q3 numbers, it was three thousand five hundred. They got an average price for their material, um, so you know that makes the market worth about because the size of the market is not going to change thirteen billion dollars. End of December, their number on, on their material is around nine thousand five hundred dollars a ton. So that's a thirty-six billion dollar market. Yeah. So what is the the takeaway from this is you're talking about a massive market. Okay our technology is gonna completely revolutionize, change the system, okay? We're 95% there of getting the system functional, okay? Ready to start putting material and getting out the results. And we clearly put the milestone that we wanna reach very, very succinctly. Yep, we see all four of them,
1: but devil's advocate. Can you say that? Because I gotta be devil's advocate, right? And don't be wrong, Uh, me, I think a a lot of the viewers strongly believe in what you're doing what you guys do with H, with pyrogenesis. but devil's advocate you know can you be can you be that sure that you're going to be that disruptive to the silicon space
0: okay first point and it, it's it's in our presentation it's something we've discussed many many times at this specific moment the traditional process to make silicon only about 40% of the material that can come out of a traditional smelter Okay, is 2N plus purity. 2N plus purity is where the growth in silicon demand, SI, is coming. Battery space requires 3 to 4N material. Okay. So it is presently impossible for traditional manufacturer to do in one step the materials for the battery guys. We are the only one with a tangible plan to reach that goal, and that's what's going to happen in the coming weeks. This being said, if that doesn't work, and we only make 2M, the market is still worth up between $13 billion to $36 billion. It needs new plan, okay? So even though the costing evaluation we've Made have gone up since we've done that in 2016, 17, and 18, because of inflation, everything is going up. The same thing is happening to everybody. So the entire financial math of the industries has completely changed. The market is going to be driven by higher purity product. Battery spaces requires a very specific material. And you need to be able to offer traceability or scalability, because we're now in an environment where people do not want to be dependent on production in China or in any of those countries. So when you put all and you you add to this the ESG concept, because silicone is a sandwich material, you put all those things together and you say, whoa. You now, if I was a promoter, now I'll be running and buying myself quartz property and calling about this. And then, then I would learn the entire process, which we've done for seven years, and you can reach where we are. You understand what I'm saying? We're so advanced because of everything we've done before that the QRR now really becomes our primary focus. We've also come to realize that there is some battery materials we can do because we only do 4N because we gotta, we, we, we're going to do it for, for silicon nitrite. We're going to do 4N. Then we can mill it down, basically outsource it, uh, or basically at the beginning, we can do deals with, with third parties for them to, to make it in the powders, okay? And then you get a material for batteries. But these guys can't do it on a regular basis. The problem is for everybody who wants to do 4N, you always end up buying the end of batches of somebody else's solar production.
1: But to be and clear, awesome. that's not HPQ outsourcing. That's, yeah, to that's George what Com Silicon wants to get. GeorgeCom Silicon,
0: any other, any other silicone for battery material, okay, have that issue. So they're good. So the car manufacturers, the buyers, okay, want complete traceability from beginning to end.
1: Why is that, by the way? Why is it uh, this is like diamonds where you're afraid that they may be blood diamonds,
0: uh, you know, children who are slave labor. CO2 Whoa. footprint. Okay. CO2 footprint. There's a massive difference between silicone made in China with regard to the CO2 footprint and CO2 made in Canada or in uh, Sweden or in F- uh, Finland where they have hydropower. Okay. That silicone, basically, we're talking about four or five grams of CO2 um, release per one gram of SI made. Okay. You go to Germany, it goes up to 80 grams because they use coal, you know, you go to China, it's 110. So it plays how the energy, because making silicone is an extremely energy intensive industry. So this is where everything plays into it. Us being located in Quebec gives us the advantage of having access to cheap hydroelectricity. Go, so going back to
1: traceability for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, even if the Chinese manufacturers could provide traceability i have to assume that that'll come with a grain of salt some questioning because unfortunately it's been proven we've seen uh you know that's why the that's why so many chinese stocks took a took a big hit nasdaq delistings 10 years ago mm-hmm. uh when they weren't being truthful about their actual orders and deliveries and uh, and uh, manufacturing and so on and so forth so do you think you haven't even you know, do you, how big of an advantage do you think that HPQ has on the ESG side, on the traceability side?
0: Well, I I, th- I think we have a big one. Like all producers that are in in outside of China have over traceability, but we're, then we're also going to have sort of like favorite status. Okay, the, the argument I'm having with, with Americans right now. Is uh, it's very nice that you guys want a, and even the thing, even the European want to do this, that you want to repatriate the production of microchip. But if you don't repatriate the entire value chain from making the silicone to purifying the polysilicon, you're still as dependent as still the same risk factor. Uh, we're seeing also in the U.S. in the solar industry now that the U.S. government is waking up to the concept that, you know, China was sending material to Taiwan, so you know, not to Taiwan, to uh, Vietnam, to make those supposedly Chinese solar cells uh, palpable. So as they're going to take a look at this, and as we're going to move more and more with the the, the overall CO2 picture, is going to move. We're also entering in an area where the regulators are very uh, aware of what's called greenwashing. Greenwashing? Greenwashing, which is basically a company basically, you know, uh, buying its own virtue by paying amount of money to say that we're green. So, you know, somebody will write us a bad, you know, we'll fudge the number on our our green process. That's becoming very serious. This is where traceability becomes very, very important. Have a a party that's very serious with regard to traceability, which is what we're going to be offering. Um, So, All the market dynamics are incredibly perfect. Is there any
1: let me ask you this question? Are there any weaknesses right now in in what you guys are doing? Are there are there any cause for concern, or is it just a case of we is are you just are you basically saying HPQ silicon is going to be very successful in the silicon space? It's just a question of degree, not if anymore. I think.
0: To be truly honest, okay, this is why I'm saying this is the most exciting R&D phase. When we complete this R&D phase, we will be in that position. So it's finally the phase because this is the biggest scaling up we're doing, okay? I think it's 250 times scaling up the size. So we're going from a washer-dryer side to a house-size system. All the other scaling up are you know, five, by by a factor of 10 to 20. So it's it's a much controllable um, scaling up event. So this is why I said it's the most exciting one. Um, uh, as all the guys at Pyro, they're all the same guys that were there that built the first uh, waste destruction system for the U.S. military, the U.S. Air Force many years ago. So it's like everybody's very confident that we're going to get it to work. I don't wow. think there's any doubt about that. By the way, in the the press release, you said,
1: uh, during the testing phase, Mm -hmm. the next 12 months, producing silicon material sought after by battery makers and high value application manufacturers. So, Mm -hmm. samples will be going out during that Mm -hmm. next phase, correct?
0: Yep. I'm not giving timelines.
1: How's that, how's how's demand for, uh, you know, off, no, I can't say off the record, we're videotaping here, but, you know, (laughs) without without being Shh. without being specific. everybody shut up i'm gonna talk to george now privately don't listen don't listen oh so i'll do this <laughs> okay bernard so without being specific Just between you and me <laughs> uh, without being specific beyond what you've already announced is are you finding that you always said that interest would out would always grow uh because the the market will find HPQ and you've been right all along has that only mm-hmm. continued yeah. to grow because even just a while ago you said when I argue with my American yeah, w- with some Americans uh, so obviously there you haven't
0: discussed the fundamental dynamics is as follows okay my end clients are gonna sign which eventually we will sign off take agreement okay are big boys they're not puny companies so I have to get my project Advance enough to a position where I will get a bidding war between those big boys. Because when that happens, because I've reached those, if I reach a four goal I've set out in the press release, okay, then I'll become very interesting even before we get our nano reactor working because I'll be resolving the feedstock issue for everybody else. Okay. Uh, four. The five to ten percent silicone addition to to batteries, okay, it's a known process to do. It's not very economically viable for the long term, what we need our nano reactor to really reach that goal. But it'll be there for the well, beginning. And how's that looking?
1: Where 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 are you
0: with the nano reactor? It's it, it's advancing. Uh, I'm actually very confident about where we're going with it. Okay, um, for various tons of reasons that are that are I, I prefer not to address at this time. But I'm, I'm very confident of the end result. Okay, I, I have no doubt about the end result. It's just the in-between steps there, uh. but it's not even—it's—it's—it's it's, it's normal, because what we're trying to do, nobody can do, and that's the key point. I'm not trying to make silicone material that can work in a battery re- theoretically and, and look good, and then you can't reproduce it at a commercial scale. My obsession with regard to that project is being the lowest cost manufacturer of nano Since I know that I'm the lowest producer of the feedstock, I'm pretty relaxed about it. If I was, if that was the only thing I was doing, then I'd be stressed, but it's part of a feeding. And the entire dynamics of the industries have been completely blown apart in the last 12 months we went from solar grade silicon going from $8 to $40 a kilogram selene gas going from a few dollars to mega dollars barriers to entries incapacity to meet demand in a market that's going to demand 400 400 massive amount of qualities everywhere it's written okay car manufacturers are in a bad position they'll need to control their entire material chain. How did Tesla succeed? It signed secret deal to to control nickel before nickel took off. The same thing is going to happen to silicon. So because we have the entire value chain, this is where the QRR is so important because it's sort of like it is the it's what gives us an extra bonus for the rest of it. And the beauty of it is that extra bonus is it's sort of like if the nano theoretically doesn't work, which I do not foresee happening. Okay, we would still have the silicone industry that's massive, you know, between thirteen billion to thirty-six billion dollars a year. So it's not a question, So you're pretty confident it's
1: no longer a question of if. You can see well, success. there's all, you know, it's only a case of degree of success now.
0: George. My answer was very specific. I have to be very specific for two reasons. A, we're an R&D project and we get R&D credit. If I was to say at this specific moment that there is no risk, I would get no R&D credit. (laughs) So (laughs) you have to understand that everything I say can be be, and will be used against me in a court of fiscal law. (laughs) But the point I've said very clearly is, is if we meet the four objectives I set up, or well, probably we meet three of the four objectives we set up. Okay, then what you said, the statement you said, is accurate, but we haven't done that. Yet. Will you?
1: How far into the twelve months of testing? I'm just, you know, oh, hypothesis. I'm not even All gonna
0: answer right. there because no matter I'm what, really, I can feel
1: people are gonna be asked that. Like, are we are we are we gonna be waiting until March, yeah, you know, or, or April fifteenth? 2023, do we have to wait till the last day, or will we have a pretty good no, idea it'll be, by the halfway mark?
0: I I basically the when you're building a system, you're building a system. It's like looking at paint dry. Okay. When you have a system like this, we have a good idea how it's supposed to operate. Okay. I can't wait for us to have our first pour of material. I can't wait for us to take that material and send it to laboratories, figure out what's the purity of it. Um, I can't wait for all those, those little issues, and that's going to give me material for a guy like me who likes to come on your show and you know talk about what we've done. It's, it's not the same thing as building a plan, building a system where there is maybe a thousand different pieces that have to work together, okay? And make them work at a specific time, as opposed to one system working. That's the difference.
1: When you finally, uh, when you put out that press release, it says 100 percent done, and we're now, um, any chance we'll get a, a maybe a video visual, or even even invite a couple of people in to take a look at the setup?
0: Uh, I'm still pretty cautious about this, but if eventually we'll have a video of our or probably our first pour or second and third pour of silicone. Because I'm pretty sure at the first pour they probably won the minimum amount of people because you know the temperature there is pretty hot. We're talking about you know in the crucible it's a within the crucible it's going to be about a thousand degrees or you know, Celsius, and the outside wall has been cooled down to two hundred degrees centigrade. Wow, wow. So you know it's you don't want to bring too okay, many I'll people. Oh, let me let me get closer. <laughs> i'll pass so, on and the imagine site, when it's going to be 30 degrees in montreal and we're going to have that system going It's like okay sweat sweat shower so uh, um but I, I, i'm just saying that it's going to happen like, once minus 40 is better but uh is it could this potentially be a
1: major a major coup for the quebec government uh as a as a major feather in their cap if their investment in uh in in, in hbq and and in the nano in the nano division, if all this works out, so now, I guess my question is, how closely is the government keeping in touch with you in terms of progress and how it's going? And and is there a level of excitement, or are they more let's say fair? You know, let us know when you're ready.
0: I'm more of the attitude that I prefer that they let's say fair right now. Um, but you know, they they put our name in, in the silicon companies out there. They put our on the same name as was as uh, Alchem. Um even Tesla—not Tesla, but uh, Techna. Um, was that so, a Freudian slip? No, that was not a Freudian slip. That's basically my bad pronunciation. Okay, I do not do Freudian slip over cars. Because it was, I guess, I had to edit it. So now we have to. No, back to- it, 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 I was thinking Techna. and, you know, the, the two names sound sound alike. Um,
1: uh, last, no. last words, Bernard, because I guess from what Peter says, what you're saying here, Peter says we look forward to providing an update on progress within the next three to four weeks. Could it be sooner? I guess it means it could be sooner, but that's the outside Listen, range.
0: George, it was so close, 95 to 100%, okay, that even I think three weeks ago, we thought we would be able to make it. Now... So it's like, it's Peter put the three to four weeks. I put weeks. One of us is going to be right.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, my man. Well, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for shedding light on this again. Any last words? Cause I'm not sure if it's three, four weeks, I man, we may not have you on unless you have other news coming out, but you know, what, what's the overriding message you me talking. For, for your shareholders?
0: Um, Last word. The best time is coming. And I'm, you know, they'll have other opportunity to hear me because uh, as I think I've stated, I'm, I want to be more active in doing promotion, getting people to understand where we are. Because I think once the pilot plan is functional, it's going to be fun. Um, you know, I've, I've been having to push back big investors that, you know, waiting until we finish the change of business, all those issues. So, um, if, if I'm not doing marketing, I'm doing boring administrative work that's required. So love you. All right, my man.
1: Thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for putting some color on this and uh, and we'll see you soon. Thank you. Hopefully Bye. sooner than later. Hopefully Peter's the right one.
0: Could be. Right soon. Man at home,
1: you've been watching or if you're listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform, to Bernard Tudial, he's a CEO at HPQ Silicon Resources, tracing Canada under HPQ. And for our friends in the U.S., HPQFF, get to Agora.com. For those of you who are new, to get to their profile page to do your initial due diligence, because there's a lot going on here. I mean, like Bernard's been saying, these are brand new. Tech- these are brand new processes, uh, brand new technology. And then when you're ready, from there, hop over to the company's website to do your deep dive due diligence. Make sure you you look at the investor presentation, and on top of that, make sure you go through the uh, the video version of the investor presentation we did as well in order to do your deep dive due diligence. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time.
0: Hey guys, this podcast is over. Don't forget to help your company by liking
1: it or even leaving a comment. And then don't forget to help yourself by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on
0: your favorite podcast platform, so you will never miss another one great Agoracom Small Cap Podcast.